When in Corinth, do as the Corinthians do. We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. It's time for Bible Time on Uplifting and Empowering Fulcrum Radio. Now here's Phil with our latest Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. Um, I'm going to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning with verse 19, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win the more. And to the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might win Jews. To those who are under law, as under the law, that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without the law, as without law, not being without law toward God, but under law toward Christ, that I might win those who are without law. To the weak I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Now this I do for the gospel's sake, that I may be a partaker of it with you. So, you know, at first glance, if you don't know the Apostle Paul, you might say, man, this guy's just trying to be all things to all people, and we know that just doesn't work. Well, no, he really wanted to save souls. And the reason I bring this up is recently I spent some time in Ocean City, Maryland. And if you know anything about Ocean City, Maryland, if you've ever been there, you know that every year since 1982, there's a man who creates sculptures in the sand and they last for about a month and a half or so. He does it, I think, in early June, maybe Memorial Day weekend. He creates these sculptures, and they he puts lights on them at night, and they're incredible. I mean, the dude's talented. Um, this year, there was Moses holding two commandments, two tablets, and one says, respect God, and the other said, respect others. In other words, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. On this, the, two, the Ten Commandments are, that's what they really come down to. So that was the first one. The next one said, all are welcome, and it was a symbol of the Last Supper. It looks like Van Gogh's Last Supper with uh, Jesus sitting in the middle and all the disciples around him and saying, all are welcome to come to him. And the third one was, it said, alive again. And it was a picture of Jesus beaten, but alive again after his resurrection. It was really, really good. Um, but anyway, the next day after seeing this, and I had seen pictures of this before. Friends had shared this with me. I'd never been to Ocean City before in my life until this past week. But friends had shared this with me and showed me these pictures. And to see him in person was pretty significant. But the next day, I'm walking down the boardwalk, and two young men are standing there, and they're handing out things. And I think, well, they're probably advertising something, and I'll, I'll be nice, and I'll grab what they're taking. And here it was a little track, and it was explaining the um, sand sculptures and the guy who made them. And then it went on to explain how to become a Christian and led you in the sinner's prayer. And at first, I thought... I'm going to go back and talk to those guys and see if they really know what they're, what they're handing out here. See how close to God they really are. But I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. But it got me thinking, that's how I really kind of got started. When I went to my dad at 11, 12 years old, I can't remember exactly what it was now. I think it was 11. And I started asking questions because my friend Pete had been telling me, you got to be saved. You got to be saved. Went, What's this mean, dad? He hands me a track that he got from his barber, who is also his cousin. 
was my barber at the time too. And I read it and I understood it and I said the sinner's prayer and in that moment, I became a Christian. Did not walk with God for probably another uh, 18 years, I'm gonna say, maybe 17. It was a long time before I really started walking with God. So I wanna ask the question, do those things really help? Yes, they do help. But because, okay, in that moment, in that time not walking with God, would I have gone to heaven? 100% yes, I would have gone to heaven because I was forgiven of my sins in that moment. Salvation is one matter. Walking with God and having a relationship with God is a complete other matter. Would I have gone to heaven? Yes, 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 I would have gone to heaven 100%. Would I have been rewarded not really there's a difference and that's that's kind of what paul's talking about right here he says you know i want to win people to christ but i want to win them in a way that they understand because see i can walk into a restroom and see the little card sitting there and saying um you know is your name in the book of life and that's all good and and i like those things i have a friend who made those cards for years witness cards is what he called them he did a great job with them i bought some off of him and placed them at various places those are effective but does that teach a relationship with god and in that track that little thing about the sand sculptures it didn't teach a relationship with god it said you must have a relationship with god but it didn't teach a relationship with god and that's what paul was doing here for people who were under law he became under law for people who were not under law. He became without law. For people that were Jews, he became like the Jews. I guess we could say, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, but this was from 1 Corinthians. Okay, that was a very bad joke. I apologize. But what I'm saying is Paul took on the role of, that he needed to to help the people that needed help at that time. And that's a a wonderful thing. Now, not everybody can do that. Not everybody's called to do that. That was Paul's specific calling. One of his callings was to be like that as an apostle. But not everybody has that same kind of calling. So I'm not here to try to tell you, hey, you got to do this and you got to do that. No. But if you feel like I want to reach this person, but I don't know how, consider becoming like that person. You know, I know an atheist, and I can speak about him because I know he's not watching this right now, but I do a lot of things with him. He's a very good friend of mine. I'm not going to cast him off because I'm a Christian and he's an atheist. No, I hope to someday win him over. Now, I don't partake in the things he partakes in, but I spend time with him, and I will overlook some of the things that he partakes in. They're not illegal. Don't get me wrong. They're just just not godly. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. But I still spend time with him and hope and pray for him and hope that someday he'll come to me and say, okay, tell me about this God thing. I, I want to understand. I want to know. And I believe that that day will come because I believe he's more Christian-like than a lot of people in this world, even though he's an atheist. The dude's a super, super nice guy and very moral 
I, I just said he does immoral things, but he's really, for the most part, very ethical. Let's put it that way. So I become like him to save him, but I don't become something else that I'm not, and I don't compromise who I am to be with him. But the reason I do that is I know that someday I'm going to win him over. So back to the whole question, are these tracks effective? Yes, but they are not the end all. When you give someone a track, when you lead someone to the Lord, please follow up with them. Become like them in a sense, like Paul was saying here. Follow up with them. Make sure they truly are establishing a relationship with God. One way I heard this compared one time was, if you take a child and throw them into the deep end of the pool and say, swim, they're going to thrash around. They might make it back to the, to the side, but they're going to be scared probably f- maybe even for the rest of their life and maybe not want to go back into the water. But if you teach them to swim, you help them and you stand there with them and help them swim, they can become great swimmers. So when we lead someone to the Lord, we must follow up and help them establish and build a relationship with God. And in order to do that, we need to make sure we have a good one ourselves too. So take time today and make sure you have a good relationship with the Lord so that you can lead others into having better relationship with the Lord. It's just going to be better for everybody all the way around. But most of all, you know, I'm not saying go out and find yourself an atheist to try to convert. Not unless God is leading you to that. God led me to this situation. But ask God, who can I help today? Who can I help lead to you? Who can I make a difference for? How can I help someone establish a relationship with you? And God, while we're at it, how can I make my relationship with you even better? Do that today. Because I guarantee you, it's going to make a difference in your life. So... That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you again all real soon, but it won't be until next Wednesday. I'm going to start doing Bible times on Wednesdays at 9 a.m. New episodes will come out once a week, Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Until then, I'll see you, and God bless. You've just listened to Bible Time. New episodes come out every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Thanks for listening.